This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. We're back for another episode of Sports and Corks. My name's Emily Cornell. I'm Emily Jarenka. And we're joined by a guest, Dan. Hello. So we are doing a non-traditional episode again because this week is Valentine's Day. So what better time to do another dating episode? Um, so with dating episodes, we typically have a guest. And before we jump into that, we're going to talk about basketball because a lot had happened in college basketball this weekend, um, starting with Gonzaga. Yeah, so they were recording on a Sunday night this week. Um, they played last night, Saturday night. Um, and they kind of just owned it the whole game. Um, so with 3.30 left in the first half, um, they had gone on a 22-2 and two run um, and were up by 20 points against St. Mary's. Um, with three minutes left in the game, St. Mary's had only scored 20 points. Or sorry, three minutes left in the first half, St. Mary's had only scored 20 points. Um, and then Gonzaga ended up going on to win 90-60. to 60, So... Good game for them. St. Mary's is not very good this year. That's, you hate to see it. Well, you probably don't (laughs) because you really don't like St. Mary's or Gonzaga fans really don't like St. Mary's. Um, And I watched the UNC game against Duke. I know that Duke went into the game ranked seventh um, and UNC was really not favored to do well. And they led most of the game and UNC is not really an overtime team. So that kind of reflects like they played all right, but to like, play so well all game and then like fall in the end it's just like oh well this really isn't UNC's year and Roy Williams (laughs) will have to coach one more year and they have to win it next year so he can retire so he doesn't die coaching (laughs) um (laughs) and then Baylor's still number one they had a close call with Oklahoma State um, and K-State this last week. Um, both games were close. The OK State game, Baylor won 78-70, to 70, and they won the K-State game 73-67. Um, I think that it's going to be an interesting time the rest of the month for Baylor if they keep having these close calls. Yeah, I think that they're due for a loss, and I think it's going to come um, probably either... Um, tomorrow, I guess Monday, February tenth, or sorry, not Monday. No, um, no, no Saturday. Um, oh. when they play West Virginia. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think they could lose that game, or I guess the more obvious pick would be um, a couple Saturdays from now, February twenty second. They play Kansas. That's a ten a.m. game, Mountain the, Time, which is very odd. <laughs> uh, but they play in Waco, and so I think that yeah, they should be favored in that one. But, like, watch as they just lose to Texas tomorrow. Honestly, though, like, <laughs> they could lose to a team that they have no business losing to. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But I, I feel like their, their, their uh, second loss of the season is coming soon. Yeah. 
So you hate to see it. Sorry, Baylor fans. <laughs> um, Michigan upset Michigan State in our Ann Arbor. Um, mm-hmm. That one was a shock. Michigan State's ranked. Michigan's not. Michigan's been like kind of mm, here and there when it comes to how well they're playing, and they played okay on Sat or yesterday. Yeah, um, Cassius Winston led Michigan State in points and assists. Not really a big surprise there. No. Um, but you love those rivalry games. Yeah, that's true. It's very fun. Um, and then USC upset Arizona. Uh, Arizona was ranked. USC is not. So the Pac-12 plays themselves, not okay. only in that game, but also when Oregon State upset Oregon. Yep. <laughs> so um, that's kind of all the chaos of the weekend. Now we're going to get into talking about dating. Um, starting with Dan sharing a story about this roly-poly girl. Okay. Well, first of all, I found it kind of funny that you picked me for your Valentine's Day show <laughs> as someone who's been, like, <laughs> tragically unlucky with dating apps and stuff like that. So this should be fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, but there's that week that you were like, I had a date this morning and I have a date tonight and I have a date. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, how do yeah. you know this many people? Well, that was all through dating apps, I think. And, yeah, it kind of burnt me out with that. So that's why I deleted Bumble. But I re-downloaded it to get this conversation of this girl <laughs> that I oh my went on a couple of dates with. So just for this podcast. Oh, thank you. insight into my Bumble history. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, so <laughs> roly-poly girl, that's who you want me to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have a funnier story. But, like, roly-poly girl... Um... She's good stuff. Okay. Uh, so this was a girl that I went on a couple of dates with at the end of last... Yeah, like early this year, end of last year. And she, just from the beginning, was super weird. Um, the first thing she messaged me was, What up, shorty player? And she is extremely white. She's from Iowa. <laughs> no, yeah, Iowa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that, like, threw me off, but... I was instantly intrigued. <laughs> um, and then just the way she talked, she always had like all that weird kind of slang that she threw into everything. Um, she's called Roly Poly Girl because she sent me a meme of a bunch of Roly Polies and it said, <laughs> if you're cold, they're cold, put them in your mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, which was just weird. I don't know. And it was completely unprompted. We hadn't talked in like a day or two probably at that point. And she sent me that. Just no context, no no follow-up to that. Just <laughs> something she wanted to share. Hmm. Yeah, so she was... Like, what does that even mean? I, I... <laughs> well, I think it's the play on, like, keeping dogs outside, where it's like if you're cold or something oh. like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're cold, they're cold. You should, you know, put them in the house. And it was something about roly-poly bugs and putting them in your mouth. <laughs> so, yeah, very strange. Um, that relationship did not last very long. <laughs> um, but she was great, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else funny about her. Was she the one that was, like, kind of rude? Yeah, she was pretty rude. Oh, yeah, it was just... She, like... <laughs> She made the joke about, okay, so we were on a date at a sushi place, and in the conversation, she made a joke about dick cheese, (laughs) which is just like, 
<laughs> a topic that, like, this was our second date, you know, it's not, like, a joke that you would normally make on that kind of a date. No. So she was just, like, that kind of a person who's, like, very crude and strange. But then, later in the conversation, she brought up how she is a volunteer lawyer. Like, she does pro bono work for ICE, for ICE detainee refugees. So, like, she's such a diverse person. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she has many layers. She was, yeah. The hardest person I've ever, like, had to understand dating. <laughs> I, like, couldn't get a good grip on it. So, super weird. Sounds challenging. Yeah. Um, anything else weird? Oh, she was also, like, way too into reality TV. And she <laughs> had <laughs> recently rewatched every episode of the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Yikes. I wouldn't even do that, and I watch a lot of reality TV. <laughs> yeah, like, she watched current reality TV, too. Um, and it's not something that I watched, so I was just oblivious to all of it. But then she mentioned that she just finished watching Jersey Shore again. <laughs> oh. I didn't know that was a show you could rewatch. Uh, it shouldn't be. No. Uh, <laughs> too early of a red flag deal breaker. They rewatched Jersey Shore repeatedly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. There's so much other reality TV out in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird, though, because with all of the the flaws and the weird stuff, I was intrigued by her. Like, there was something about her that, like, wanted me to keep dating her, which is just baffling. I could not figure it out. So, <laughs> that was that experience. Yeah, she was very strange. <laughs> Thank you for sharing about Rolly Pulley Girl. You're welcome. Um... It made me laugh when you told me the first time, and it's still very funny. Yeah. Um, and then, so, I was out for a friend's going away party, and someone that I had gone on a date with was like, you fired me from dating you. And I was like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> They're like, you know, like, you stopped seeing me, you fired me. And I'm like, uh, like, in what world do you go up to someone and bring that up? Like. So, just to clarify, you were out for a friend's birthday, and this person you had gone on a date with was, was part also of, like, the, the friend yeah. group? Okay, got Yeah, it. so, yeah, that's the... I mean, it's kind of true, I guess, but that's just a very weird way to, like, approach someone about it. Like, if you saw someone that you had gone on a date with at, like, a function, would you make a point to go and talk to them to then say that? No, I'd probably be like, hey, what's up? You'd probably just, Mama, like, avoid... Yep, okay, yep. keep it moving, like, not really going to engage with you probably a whole lot. But. No. Nope. So, that's <laughs> not really a dating story. It was a, yikes. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> it was One a, and the same. Yeah, you're right. Um, and then some listener sent in stories. Um, Emily, do you want to read the first one? Sure. Um, so... We got one story. Um, This super shy, kind of weird kid asked me out. We went and saw Batman Returns, and he kissed me. But it was like kissing a very intense cold fish. (laughs) I broke it off with him on the way home, and he then spent the next few weeks stalking me. Mm. Um, There's a lot to unpack here. Um, (laughs) For me, I'm like, if if the chemistry is not there and the kissing is like that bad, then... uh, that's not going to change on their end. No. So for those reasons, I'm out. <laughs> um, but it's funny that um, 
like she broke it off or I don't know. I don't know what this, I can't remember who sent this in, but um, that they broke it off like on the way home. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, was this in person? Like, were they together in an Uber or something? Um, if it was when Batman Returns came out, Uber did not exist. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, I forget about all the names of all these superhero movies. I can't keep straight. I was, I was trying to figure that out, too. I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess my question is, were they together, like, on the way home when, like... I would guess. Them? That's what it sounded like. Yeah. yeah. Oof. That's tough. Yeah. But, like, you, be- it's better to, like, say something, probably not on the drive home, but, like, at the end, like, okay, this was real, this was fun, but let's never speak again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would probably, like, wait until after we had separated or, which is, like, the chicken way out, I guess, or, like, maybe a day or two after or something. Yeah, so it I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah, it is definitely the more cowardly way to do it. But <laughs> that's totally what I would do. Yeah, like... Avoid those 10 seconds of awkwardness for the remainder of the car ride home. Yeah, well, and then they're going to be like, well, what, you know, what what did I do wrong? Or, like, what what caused you, like, to feel this way or whatever? And yeah. I mean, your, your honest answer is going to be very hurtful. Mm-hmm. Or you can just say, I just wasn't feeling it. We weren't vibing. <laughs> oh, God. Was vibing um, a word back when Batman Returns came out? Yeah. <laughs> um, probably not in, like, mainstream society, but I'm sure it was a thing amongst certain groups of folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, am, I, my biggest issue with this is that he spent the next couple weeks stalking her. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we hadn't even gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, um, after watching you, um, yeah. like, stalking is kind of scary. Not that it wasn't scary before <laughs> that show where this man just kills these people, but, like, then I watch that, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. Like, this is why I don't, like, go out with people I don't know at all. Just yeah. Freak me out. There's something to be said about someone being vetted through a friend group or, like, a mutual acquaintance. Yeah, even if it's, like, a friend of a friend. Yeah. Then they don't really know them. Like, that's better than <laughs> nothing. Um, it's better than, like, being a complete stranger. Um, that's, yeah, that's a pretty wild one. Um, do you want to take the next one? Yeah. Uh, I went on a blind date with a girl who also invited two of her friends without telling me. They were all sitting on the other side of the table when I got there. I felt like I was on an episode of Shark Tank, and no one wanted a percentage of my company. <laughs> That's hilarious. Also, this this seems to happen a lot. What? I've heard multiple st- This is the third story I've heard this, like, this past year of people going out on a date with someone, and then they, like, their friends, like, end up coming there. What? That seems... Yes. Has that happened to you, Dan? That has not happened to me, but I would probably leave <laughs> if it did. Yeah. <laughs> be so it's like, like two people are on a date, and then, like, the guy's friends or the girl's friends show up. And it was, like, not just, like, a coincidence. I don't, I don't know why this apparently keeps happening to people, but I guess well, it's a thing. This one doesn't even sound like they just showed up. It sounds like no, she it brought like them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. way worse. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's like a group interview that 
Oh, Shouldn't God. be happening. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like the three of us are all not about to go sit with three strangers. No. It sounds like a, weird. a bad idea. Um, do you want to read the last story, Dan? Sure. Okay. So a very abridged and cleaned up version of a story sent. <laughs> I should not have read that probably. <laughs> I met a girl on Bumble. She came to my house for the first meetup. She initiates a hookup and then abruptly she says she has family in town and has to leave to meet them for dinner. I text her a few times over the next few days. A week later, she texts me and says, I'm not sure we should see each other again. After we met, it seemed like all you wanted to do was hook up, but I'm looking for an actual relationship, not just random hookups. Hmm. There's a lot there. <laughs> there is a wild amount there. Um, my my first question is, what time did they first meet up? And also, the first time they met was, like, at his house? Yeah, that's what it sounded like from the um, story, where he's just like, like, I met this girl, she came over. I'm like, first of all, I'm never going to someone's house on the no. first meetup. I'm like, you're going to kill me. Unless We're... it is for a hookup. No, Dan. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> no but that's, that's how you thing. die. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, I feel like she should know that if that's like how, if that's the first time they're meeting, where they're meeting, like that definitely gives off a certain. Yeah. Like the expectations are there. Um, but you would think. First, you meet up in a public place to make sure this person is, like... So you can make sure each other are, like, not serial killers. And well, then also, you what are you going to do? Like, hang out on the couch together? Like, watch Netflix on your the first time you're ever, like, meeting each other, basically? I, I just... I don't... I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But then the fact that she initiates the hookup... Yeah. And then is like, okay, bye! <laughs> gotta go meet the... Gotta go meet my dad for dinner, like... Yikes. <laughs> Like, uh, there's so much yikes to that. Yeah. Um, but it's nice that he, like, follows up with her and he's like, hey, like, do you want to hang out? And then she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you only want to hook up. Like, you initiated the hookup. There's a lot of mixed signals here. Yeah. I, f- I, want- I feel like neither of them really were on the same page. No. No. Which is common, as we all know. <laughs> I mean... Yes, that's true. That's why you have the first meetup at a public area, so you can get on the same page and talk to each other for at least 30 minutes. Like, I don't know. (laughs) That seems right. Like, you do a 30-minute interview, like, oh, yeah. You don't have a look in your eyes that says, I'm ready to kill you. (laughs) Yikes. I kind of want to hear her side of this story. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) That's fair. Like, her side is probably, I went to this guy's house for tea. (laughs) We sat down. (laughs) I decided to kiss him, and then he kissed me back like a maniac. (laughs) So I left and never talked to him again, except at home, that we shouldn't see each other. Oh, I like you putting yourself in her Because I'm so confused. (laughs) I'm trying to make sense of it. Yeah. I I don't know if there is sense to be made of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there's just so much happening with it so i don't know 
to those who sent in your stories, we appreciate that. Um, and if it was a bad experience, we are sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to jump into the red flag deal breaker scenarios, Emily? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so the first one is someone asks you to marry them, but they don't have a ring. And then a few months later, they go down on one knee with a jewelry box that has cheap earrings inside, and they say, like, just playing. Um, that's, I don't know. I'm like, that's not something you mess around with. Like, you don't know what you're doing. I'm out. <laughs> I'd be confused. I don't know what I'd do. Because I'd be like, I don't understand. Do you want to marry me or no? Because I'll yeah, take like, the earrings, but like the cheap earrings. The cheap earrings. Nice. <laughs> I don't. I feel like, oh, what a thoughtful <laughs> gift. But the like, just play, and I'd be like, wait, but like, for real, for real, or just like in this situation. <laughs> to me, I just don't understand the point of like making that into a joke, and like, I, I just, I would probably find it annoying. <laughs> so you'd be out. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, I, this doesn't really apply Okay, to me, so they, but. like, they give you, like, a, <laughs> a watch. Like, it's a cheap watch after being like, oh, yeah, I want to marry you. And then, like, they don't give you a ring. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess I wouldn't care that much, but I can see why this is, like, incredibly rude. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. Um... <laughs> On your date, they pull a handle of Admiral Nelson from their bag to make their own drink. I don't know what Admiral Nelson is. Oh, it's the knockoff um, Captain Morgan. Yeah. You wouldn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I have drank it before. It is disgusting. Yeah. It was like like, the cheap handles you could get in college. It comes, it's like usually in a plastic bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never got that in college. I'd get cheap handles of vodka. Um... Yeah. I don't I don't think I'd be out in this situation. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> what about y'all? Depends on what the date was. <laughs> if you're at like a like a fancy restaurant or something like that, and <laughs> she pulls out a bottle of Admiral Ellis and just like pours into her coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a red flag. Okay, but it's not a deal breaker. No, that's probably a deal breaker. Oh yeah. On, on that on that type of date. If we were Say going for a hike or something like that. No, you're at a restaurant. Restaurant, yeah, deal breaker. Even if it's Torchies. <laughs> no, Torchies. That that's funnier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what about you? I mean, I feel like if a woman did this, guys might like find it funny slash attractive. If a guy did this, I don't. I can't imagine any situation where like women would find this funny or attractive. It's not an attractive thing. It is a funny thing. <laughs> okay, I guess let's just get rid of the attractive part. Um, I think it just, like, says a lot about you. Like, probably not in a good way. Oh. Probably not, yeah. You know? <laughs> Would it be better if it was actual Captain Morgan? No, to me it doesn't matter <laughs> at all what, like, what it is. It's just, like, the act of pulling out alcohol. At a place that serves alcohol. I would be like, mm. 
what if they also pulled out like their own uh, coconut m- juice? Do people put coconut juice in? Yeah. No, that that just gets worse. I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. Um, do you want to grab the next one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say if it's Captain Morgan, then I'd be like, oh, this person's an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> No, that's like, yeah. If it's Admiral Nelson, I'd be like, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, so like the quality like, of it. I think so, yeah. Okay. I don't know. It depends who the person is. Like if you're going on a date with like a frat boy and they both pull out Admiral Nelson, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. But just like a normal person pulling out a bottle of, you know, Captain Morgan. <laughs> that's like, oh, I think- this person has problems. Where where I draw the line is like if you're doing something on a date that could get you slash us kicked out of a restaurant, I'm like out. Oh, I think that's where I draw the line. That's fair. You don't want to get banned from a restaurant. It's not yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. On to the next one. The next one is they propose at Olive Garden. So this came about because of a tweet that I saw. Um, the tweet was, I waitressed at Olive Garden for years, and no amount of training can prepare you for the number of men who think it's okay to propose to their girlfriends in an Olive Garden on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so apparently that is like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a funny thing. It's not funny to be the person getting proposed to at Olive Garden, but it is... It's kind of comical to think about because I'm like, who, who is in a like planning process and they're like, ah, Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what if you live in like the 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 sticks and the Olive Garden is the nicest restaurant in your town? <laughs> then you don't go to a restaurant to propose. <laughs> I guess that's like, true. Yeah, you just do it a different way. I don't. I don't problem with people going to Olive Garden but like the idea of proposing at an Olive Garden is terrifying <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many other options like, like do it outside yes like go like do it at home I don't like really don't care but yeah I just don't like I actually really just don't like proposals in restaurants in general they're better than proposals at sporting events true but for me, they're on a similar level. Oh, absolutely. Like, both are equally bad. Yeah. And when it's, like, Olive Garden, it's, like, proposing at a at NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just not great. Bad look. Bad, bad look. Emily, you want to take the next one? I can. Um, they say, <laughs> I don't want to meet your friends. Let's hang out and watch Netflix with my cats. So this actually happened to someone you know? Um, someone, I think, tweeted this at us. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They either tweeted it or DM'd us, and I was like, wait, what? I mean, like, if someone straight up said that, without joking, that's very weird. So you're out. Yeah. Even if they did it as a joke, because I just don't think that's very funny. Like, that, that doesn't make me laugh. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's someone that has a super dry sense of humor who said this. Yeah. It, it's also one of those things that's just, like, a little funny, but just rude, really. <laughs> it's, like, not funny enough. Yeah. 
it's like, yes. And if someone you don't, like you're not, you haven't been seeing for a long time. It's mostly, I don't want to meet your friends. Like, but why? Yeah. That's because if it's just like, oh, I don't want to like meet your friends today. Like mm-hmm. they're not in like a mood to like be on. Cause you know, you have to be on when That's you meet. That's fine. Yeah. Meet, like, if someone's like, I don't, I don't really feel like up to it today or whatever. Yeah. That's and it's, fine. And like, it's kind of like, oh, let's hang out and watch Netflix. And like, some people love their cats. Uh, everyone loves their cats if they have cats. I take that back. I think it's it's just the way it was phrased. Like, yeah. if you had, say you had plans to meet, like, your significant other's friends, um, and then you were like, hey, um, like, I don't know, had a long day at work yesterday, kind of just want to do something more relaxed. Like, can we can we do that some other time? Like, I think yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But this is... Yes, if they, like, genuinely are like, no, I just, like, I don't need to meet them, and we can just, like, hang out. Like, where do you think that relationship is going if you don't want to meet the other person's friends? Yeah. I don't know. All right. So. Emily, do you want to grab that last one? Yeah, our last one. Okay, so someone, um, someone said that they stopped dating someone because that person continuously was misspelling the word tomorrow. Um. It sounds like a petty thing to be, to have that be a deal breaker, like just on paper, I guess. But that is a real thing. Yeah. Like if someone, it doesn't take that much effort, I feel like, to use words in the correct context or spell them correctly, especially when we have autocorrect on our phones. Um, it basically does it for you. Like if someone, if someone uses the word to incorrectly or your slash you are that like really just irks me (laughs) like if it's a pattern i know these things happen occasionally but if they continuously do it it's like (laughs) yeah that's usually a red flag for me just like basic things like that yeah this example though tomorrow is not a hard word to spell Tomorrow's yeah, and I'm like, easy. where where are they going wrong? Like, is it one R? Two M's, yeah, I don't know. Two, two, two O's, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Tomorrow is a word that I didn't realize people misspelled. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. shocked to see. Like, I know the there, there, and there, your, and your. Yeah, but tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> I also get annoyed, I, this might only be a me thing, but I get annoyed if people use abbreviations consistently, like the letter mm-hmm. U instead of spelling oh, yeah. Oh. I don't know why it shouldn't mm. annoy me as much as it does, but it does annoy me a lot. Like, I agree with that. It's like, what, are you too busy to type out the letter Y, the letters Y and O, like, before you add the U? <laughs> No one's that busy. Yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah, that's, it just makes you come off fair. as like uneducated. <laughs> I don't know if it's like the uneducated to me. It's just like, oh, you just really don't care to like <laughs> communicate in a way that's like useful. Yeah. Back in like the T9 era, I think it was more acceptable. But now that we have like yeah. autocorrect and stuff. Yeah, it's. Yeah, no, now, like, you can do, you can send a full novel, and it does not, you don't even have to type for it, because you can, like, speak into your phone. hmm So, 
no no need to misspell the word tomorrow. There are words that are hard to spell. Tomorrow is not one of them. Like, simultaneously is a really hard word to spell. Yeah. That's one I've never had a problem with. I don't know why. But then others that, like, should be easy aren't, I feel like, for me. <laughs> um, the word misogyny is hard to spell. Uh, yeah, kind of. That one takes time. I don't know. Still, none of them are, like, close to tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so, I had a question for both of you. Because I'm like, I thought this would be interesting to drop a question in. Um, can married people have best friends of the opposite gender after they get married? An example. You meet someone of the opposite gender, um, like a your work or like a club or um, whatever hobby you do and you instantly become like really good friends like Mm -hmm. something like that like is that where do you all sit with that um I think it for me it depends on the situation like if it's if you're say you you're married and you become best friends with a coworker of the opposite gender and they're also married like I feel like and you all do stuff together, that's fine. But I feel like there are definitely cases where one person's married um, or in a relationship and the other's not. And, like, that's the single person, like, has feelings, even if they, like, wouldn't ever act on them. I think that that can definitely happen. Hmm. Um, so I, I don't – it's not impossible, I wouldn't say, but there are definitely situations, I think, where it could get, like, sticky. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think, yeah, it could get sticky, but I don't think I would ever, like, tell my partner that they couldn't have uh, a friend of the opposite gender. I feel like that's too restrictive. I don't know. How would you navigate it? I don't know. I think you, well, I guess it depends on the relationship. Like, if you feel like you can trust them, then it should not be a problem. But if you don't, (laughs) then I guess that's a lot more problems involved in that. I mean, we're operating <laughs> under the assumption that you trust the person you're married to. Yeah. Then, yeah, I, I don't think I would ever have a problem with it. Okay. All right. What are your thoughts? Um, because I'm seeing, like, different relationships, different people where, like, I'll see someone who's, like, really good friends with someone of the opposite gender, and one of them's married, but they're like, no, like, it's fine. And I'm like, okay, so, like, you make this work. And they're like, yeah, there's no, like... And they've met through, like, work or church or, like, a hobby. Um, But then there are situations where, like you said, it can get kind of sticky where the person who's single might not realize they're developing feelings. I don't, I don't know. I think it's, like, a case-by-case thing. I think it definitely is. And I don't know. I I think it's... I think it can get more so sticky when like two people are best two people are best friends and one's in a relationship and one's not. Like if someone's married, that's very like kind of final, you know. Yep, hopefully. Um, well, hopefully, I guess. Um, so I don't think it's as much of an issue there. It's very fair. Okay, just wanted to see where you all sat with that. It was a question that had come up recently in my life. Sure. Yeah. That being said, what are your hot take of the week? 
Um, Dan, do you want to go first? Do you have one? No, I did not prepare this. No? Okay. <laughs> so it's okay. Let, let me think of them. All good. <laughs> okay. Um, sometimes I come up with them on the fly, and usually those ones for me are not very good. <laughs> but um, So I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok lately. What? Oh, yeah, because you made, like, gifts, and I liked them. Yeah. They were fun. So um, I think TikTok is becoming, like, I think I'm beginning to prefer it to scrolling on Instagram. What? Which is like a big deal because you know how much I love my Instagram memes and videos. Yes, I'm aware. So I think that I think that TikTok might be surpassing Instagram for me in terms of like scrollability. But the tricky thing with TikTok is that you once you're in the app, um, like the time on the top of your phone goes away. Mm-hmm. So you can spend so long like watching videos. <laughs> And you don't realize how much time has passed. Oh, yikes. Um, so that's dangerous. But that's my hot take this week. What's yours? Um, so this is one that you and I have talked about, but I, we have not actually put it in a podcast yet. Um, mm-hmm. I think that In-N-Out and Whataburger are just okay. Like, they're not great. I don't drop everything to be like, ah, In-N-Out. And same with, like, Whataburger. People in Texas love love it. And I'm just like, mm, I'd rather go to P. Terry's. So, for my... I, I wouldn't go out of my way to go. To, like, In-N-Out? Yeah. It's just okay. So it's not worth being like, ah, let me plan my life around a trip yeah. to In-N-Out. And I know when folks go to, like, California, they're like, ah, that's where I'm go. going. I have to go there. Um, and it's not just California. You can go to in and out in Nevada, Colorado, Utah, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I feel like fast food in general is just overrated. Yeah, like there are better things to like go and... You can get a better burger like almost anywhere else probably. <laughs> you can probably get like good bacon on it. You can get yeah. it like cooked to like the right... Yeah, and it's like fast food isn't even cheap anymore really. It's still pretty expensive. Yeah. That's true. It's very true. Like, you could easily go out to lunch at a quote-unquote fast food, fast food place and spend, like, $15. Yeah. Yikes. You might as well just go to Chipotle and run the risk of dying. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got that all cleared up. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I mean, it'd be really unfortunate if they didn't. So many people eat Chipotle. Yeah. Right, I, I didn't go there for quite a while after all that happened. Really? Yeah. Like, I've never been a huge Chipotle person, though. Like, I, I enjoy it occasionally, but um, it's, I'm not, like, I, I couldn't eat there once a week. I, that would be too much for me. Let oh. alone multiple times. And I, there, I know people who do that. Yeah. I had a friend in high school. He'd go and eat Chipotle, like, all the time after going for runs. Yeah. And he's like, I just ate two burritos. I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, that's like five meals. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and yeah, not a fan of that much food. Um, the one I thought of is also specific to food in Texas, I guess. That's fine. We have lots of Texas listeners. Okay. Um, Taco Deli is garbage. 
That's my hot take. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Taco Deli, but I feel like that it sounds like that is a very hot take. Um yeah, Taco Deli is pretty well liked. It's yeah. I wouldn't say it's the best breakfast tacos, but like it's okay in a pinch. Yeah, my problem is that it's like slowly taken over every coffee shop and like, oh, other thing in yeah. like every Coffee shop usually has breakfast tacos, and now every one of them has Taco Deli breakfast tacos. Those aren't good when they sit. I just started working at (laughs) a new place that has Taco Deli breakfast tacos, and we get the free leftover ones, and they're just disgusting. They're so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you should be like, partner up with Veracruz. I know, we used to have Veracruz, and then they got rid of them, and they got Taco Deli. Veracruz is the best. Yeah, they're so much better. I like how this only applies to Austin, Texas, so pretty much. <laughs> the most listeners from Texas are in Austin. It works. <laughs> it's fun. Ho- hopefully you weren't looking for a sponsorship from Taco Deli. Uh, <laughs> no, Trader Joe's is the only the only place Trader we're looking Joe's for. Trader Joe's is the only company we're shopping. <laughs> yep, we love Trader Joe's. Like, almost every episode we plug them. For their chuck wine? Uh, no, their wine, their check wine's not that good. <laughs> Ooh, I take. <laughs> that's like no, that's a normal take. Like, it's good for the price. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Target <laughs> wine. It's good for the price, yeah. but you could just like spend five more dollars and get a better wine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I like to plug the Trader Joe's frozen lemon bars. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> they, I mean, those are your thing, and the little hedgehog cookies. Yeah, those are good too. I'm a big fan of just the cookie butter. I will eat that stuff with yeah. a spoon. <laughs> big Trader Joe's fan, Dan? Um, I never really went until I moved here, but I've recently discovered how much better it is than H-E-B. Yeah. In its own way. Yes. Like, yeah, okay. It's, I was it's like... not as big and it doesn't have as much stuff, but the stuff that they do have is much better. Their snacks are really good. Yeah. And it's yeah. like priced well. Yeah. They're and then snacks. Yeah. Definitely do. Um, but now that you brought up the two-buck chuck, Emily, what <laughs> wine are you drinking? Um, so this past week I got, um, like, an Italian red wine. Um, it's called Passamento Veneto. Veneto, whatever. I don't have a good Italian accent. You lived in um, Italy. <laughs> yeah, but um, it, it supposedly has notes of, like, cherry and vanilla. Yeah. Which... As we've discussed, apparently I like, so um, it was a good pick. Um, what are you having? Um, I'm having a rosé. It's Sasha Lachin. I'm definitely botching what it's <laughs> called. And, yep, that's all I know. It was pink, and I picked it up for the Super Bowl, and no one drank it, so I opened mm-hmm. it today. There you go. And like, oh, I think we need to fun. start putting the names in the description because we cannot say. We might have to. We, and can't, maybe... we can't say French or Italian names very well. <laughs> it's fine. It's not like we took any of these languages growing up. Oh, wait, we did. Oh, wait, we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, For it's, years. It's fine. We... Other than the wine, when do you, like, you need to speak Italian? When do I need... To speak French, like, there's no other time right now. Yeah. We live in a very ethnocentric country. (laughs) And then wine, or not wine, Dan, do you have a wine pick? Um, I don't have wine, but I had a a very good beer last night. Oh. 
Um, it was a Brazos Valley brewery sour called Bramble On. Like okay. the, like the yeah. Led Zeppelin song. Um, and it was very good. It, yeah, I, I've recently been like super into sours, so. Have you gone to Blue Owl? Yes, Blue Owl was very good. This one was like, I don't know, it tastes like candy. It was, it was just delicious, yeah. I like that. Um, all right. And then keeping on brand with the theme of the episode, To All the Boys I Love Before 2 comes out this week, um, which I guess is a big thing. Different people are like, let's have a watch party. So for folks who care, that's coming out. The first one was good. Bill Simmons gave his stamp of approval. And then... Uh, that's exciting. Yeah. Like, that... It, it's a good week for it. I feel like there's going to be a lot of Galentine's Day parties to, like, either watch it or just, like, in general. Um, and then The Bachelor. This seemed like the episode that... Um, talking about The Bachelor seems most appropriate. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that it sucked up five hours of people's lives last week. Yep, sure did. Like, how do you feel about spending that much time watching The Bachelor last week, Emily? Um, I don't have a problem with, like, the concept of it, but the quality was just not there, so... <laughs> uh, like, I don't mind watching that much of it occasionally in a week, um, if, like, the episodes are really good, but this week I was like, why did they need to... Why did they do this? Like, they really did not need to make that footage into that many hours of television no i fell asleep at the end of the second episode and yeah, was like was this just... isn't worth my time yeah guess Disappointing. i have to try again maybe whichever one of these women they make the bachelorette i hope they pick someone who's fun Ugh, that's even that's the even worst part of the season is i feel like there's not really any good prospects uh, no, they kind of all are not that exciting. Like, I want them to go back and pick someone not from this season that's a fan favorite. Yikes. Don't They've they done always... that a couple of times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe they'll pick that girl from Iowa. It will continue to be the most exciting thing she's done in her life. The champagne girl? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, if you... Can shotgun a champagne, I will marry you. Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> We'll see what ends up happening. They canceled the show and we're all better for it. <laughs> I'm just intrigued by um, how this is supposed to end because in interviews, um, he's been saying like, I haven't seen it spoiled by anyone yet. Like, it's it's impossible to spoil the ending. And I'm like, how how is it impossible? Like, they it always gets spoiled. Does it? So he's like, because of what happens, it can't be spoiled because of like the timing of things. So I don't I don't understand, and I'm very intrigued by that, which is what is keeping me in this show. <laughs> Are they they don't record it in real time? No. So it it finished filming like. Months before it started airing. Oh. So that's how it always gets spoiled because, like, people will see The Bachelor or Bachelorette, like, going to a place where, like, one of the contestants lives or after it's all finished filming, they're like, okay, so this is who they pick or, you know, things like that. So I don't know. 
what if they didn't do it all ahead of time? Like, what if they are doing it kind of like so that that doesn't happen? I mean, it could be that he, like, picked someone and then after filming wrapped, like, changed his mind or something and then they started filming again. I don't know, but we'll see. Well, I don't know how much longer I can hang in there watching this show. <laughs> like, I want to, mostly for Jared Freed's uh, recaps. Yes. I really well, enjoy I him yelling at the TV. I think it's down to, like, um, there's like eight? eight. Yeah, there's eight of them. And then do two more leave this week? Um, no, I think probably, I think it probably, well, it'll probably only be one. Oh, man. But, um, let's see. Yeah. So we've got eight, seven, six. I think we have like, like five or six more weeks of the show. Oh my God. It ends when Lent starts. I think. Yikes. Not positive. Amazing. Um, (laughs) hopefully it gets better, uh, to our Bachelor fans. Um, do you have any personal plugs this week, Emily? Um, you know, I don't think I do. Um, oh, our Instagram. We started an Instagram. We did. It's exciting. Yes. Um, we post on the story. We do regular posts. Um, so it's at Sports and Corks. Go give that a follow. Um, and the Tailgate Society is also on Instagram. Um, that is at the Tailgate Society. So go give those accounts a follow. Um, I think that's all I have. What about you? Um, tell a friend, rate, review, um, and subscribe. Actually, most importantly, subscribe. So anytime that an episode drops, yes. you know that it's there. But we also... <laughs> really like the positive feedback if you have mean things to say please don't leave them in a message where our parents and friends can see you being mean to us uh send us an email at sportsandcorks at gmail.com where i will happily delete your email i appreciate your uh constructive criticism but i don't really care to listen to it or read it (laughs) um and then all of the Tailgate Society pods, drunk dialing, matinee baseball, stuff and things, um, all good things coming out. So make sure you're listening to those. If you subscribe to the Tailgate Society podcast, you get all of them into your feed. So you can either just subscribe to like Sports and Corks or you can subscribe to like all of the Tailgate Society podcasts. So then just every time that an episode comes up, um, you get a variety and it truly is a variety of personalities in all of these podcasts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> drunk dialing, you can even like call in and be on the pod. Um, and then for the content, as we are like knee deep in bachelor content, uh, Jackie writes bachelor T uh, five on it this week will probably involve songs that relate to love. What a shock. And then, um, the February movie roundup came out and the AEW Dynamite review. So read all that stuff and, you know, subscribe on or not subscribe, but follow on Twitter. So, you know, when everything's coming out, young Daniel, do you, (laughs) I'm older than you. (laughs) Um, there's no proof. (laughs) Do you have any personal plugs? Like when your bands play, 
I have a lot of shows coming up. If you live in Austin, um, I'm playing at Cheer Up Charlie's three times this month. Yes. Um, Fertility <laughs> House. So if you like happy, poppy music. It sounds like Owl City. Ooh, does it? Sean's voice sounds like the Owl City guy. I don't guy. like that. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> the music itself does not sound like Owl City. No. Well, if you like that kind of music, we're playing on Tuesday at Cheer Up Charlie's. Um, then if you like sadder, more <laughs> personal, quiet music, um, Large Brush Collection is playing on the 21st and the 28th at Cheer Up Charlie's. So, lots of, lots of Cheer Up Charlie's dates. We will include both of those bands in the description of the podcast so you can listen to both. And if you're in Austin, you can go see both. And if you're not in Austin, you can just listen to them on Spotify. Yep. Um, and then our bigger than sports moment. Um, so CU basketball played Stanford. And one of the Stanford players, Oscar De Silva, was injured. And he could not come back into the game. And I was just very impressed with the response from the CU players and the fans and, like, the administration. And, like, everyone was very, like... Like, they tried to comfort, like, the Stanford team, like, their bench. So, um, kudos to CU. Evan Batty, he is a player for CU, and he's just like, oh, my gosh, is he okay? Um, big fan of him. I know Emily Drenka, also a big fan of Evan. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, that was kind of surprising. Um, I guess players don't really get, like, very emotional, even with even when players get injured. Um, yeah. So... So yeah. it's good to see um, just that. Yeah, it's like, like oh. nice people not being afraid, I guess, to show that. Yeah. Um, and them understanding that, like, it's just a game. It's more important that, like... Someone's, like, physically okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and it's, I'm sure it's different when, like, you're the person that, like, caused the injury, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um can't say I've ever injured someone, and I feel like if I did, I would be upset about it. Um, um, I mean, like, injuries are part of playing. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there are plenty of people that I've, like, kicked, pushed <laughs> down, pushed into a wall playing indoor soccer. But, like, not ever have I injured someone where they're like, all right, I'm done playing. I'm going to go back to the locker room. I will not be back out for this game or any of my following games, probably in the next week. Um, yeah. That... And, like, Evan's already a very, like, with-it player where he's just, like, not afraid to share how he's feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, of all the players, I guess it's good that it's one who's, like, really open to talking about that. Yeah. But. Definitely. That is all I have for this week. What about y'all? You can call it good. All right. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, go buy candy on Saturday. It'll be <laughs> cheaper. PSA. <laughs> Stock up on that chocolate. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.